Welcome back. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. I'm Steve. I'm Sam. That is Sam. Boom. She's got it. Takes Bam a while to pick up the rhythm, but welcome. This is Streaming <laughs> Things, a Stranger Things podcast. I keep wanting to say binge nerd, but that's, we're back to our, our regular scheduled programming. Stranger <laughs> Things coverage. It's a Stranger Things podcast, Chris. We missed our opportunity just now <laughs> to be the big time in Canada. Uh, we just got an email from <laughs> CTV News in Toronto that wanted to do an interview. I replied via email. Um, <laughs> yes. Three hours later, I said, um, sure, please elaborate. And they said, we're all booked up after hanging up on us on the phone. So and funniest part was during the conversation when they said, yeah, great. Hold on one sec. Let's go get Abby. And I said, yeah, hold on one sec. <laughs> For no fucking reason. We Googled it. It's a real news network. And uh, yeah, they're like, you're done. So anyway, sorry to Toronto. Our three fans up there are going to be very disappointing because we're not going to be on CTV News tonight. So. However, all you guys in India, you need to contact your local <laughs> affiliates and tell them to get us on the horn. <laughs> get us on. the. Do they use the phrase horn in India? Hopefully. <laughs> One can hope. It's going to be know. really confusing if they don't. They say something completely like, get them on the bell. What? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we just finished episode two which is titled The Mall Rats, and Netflix describes it thusly. Nancy and Jonathan follow a lead. Steve and Robin sign on to a secret mission, and Max and Eleven go shopping. A rattled Billy has troubling visions. I started laughing because it said rattled, and I just saw the word rat, and I was like, is that a pun? <laughs> <laughs> is Netflix being punny right now? Uh, what did you guys think of that episode? I loved it. I, I thought it was awesome. It was it was a nice little calm before the storm episode. Sure, very uh, very very endearing. Many endearing moments throughout it. It's good stuff. It was like a setup episode. I liked it. I mm. liked it better than the first one. Sam said, "Yeah." Um, I thought it was okay. I'm I'm so far. I'm a little kind of like not super in love what's going on mm. overall. I agree. Um, I, but I'm I'm waiting for it to hook me back. But uh, as of right now, I'm kind of like, okay. I am also underwhelmed. Um, we are two episodes deep and not a single ego, and that's a problem. Ego? You're oh, like, putting... a, like an actual ego. Like an actual, oh, actual ego. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah, we use so many. Okay. Uh, so let's just, let's just uh, dive right in, and I have a lot to say overall at Lots the end. Cones. So uh, <laughs> Close yeah, enough. Right. Uh, so we got a cold open. Uh, Billy gets away. And his car works? Yeah. yeah. Question mark? That was a little weird. I saw Sam throw her arms up like, oh my God, the car works. <laughs> like, what the? F so yeah, he can't, <laughs> what he can't get in the car. It won't drive. So he wanders out, gets sucked in by the sex tentacle, and then gets away, but he doesn't get away. He's let go after being penetrated, we'll say. God damn it. Let's <laughs> not say that. Face hugged. <laughs> yeah, there There's definitely go. a face hugger shot. Yeah. Saw. Yes, well, a very much alien moment. What was going through your head, Sam, when you threw your arms up in the air? I was like, what, how'd the car get fixed? Mm -hmm. I thought it was broken. 
I don't understand what's going on. Why would you, one, why would you run to the car that you know it's not working, but some reason it's working now? And then instead of not continuing to drive, you you stop at a payphone in the middle of nowhere. To, to call the police, call Sam. Call the police. He's a good fucking cell citizen. phones don't exist yet, Sam. Duh. Yeah, I understand that cell phones don't exist, and but and I would not be stopping when I was like face hugged, alien style. Andy made a, a pretty good point. He didn't pay to use that payphone. He I just did. used it. I think nine one one works regardless of you putting a quarter in. Uh, it's just true. like cell phones. You can dial nine one one even Without if you have minutes. no minutes. Or I'm just a dirty millennial. I don't know how payphones work. You've never used a payphone before. <laughs> I'm sure I have. Uh-huh. How much would it have cost to use the payphone back then? Ten cents. Mm-hmm. Ten cents. One dime. Yeah. It became a quarter at the most. I think fifty cents was I the most expensive cents. it ever was. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, and then so what do we think happened to Billy? That he's he's okay. So he's possessed right now, right? In some yes. form. And body snatchers. What's up with his upside down journey? Um, so that was the spoiler that Steve was talking about in the trailer. They had a, a vision of Billy in the Upside they, Down? They, had, they made it very obvious that Billy was possessed by the monster in some way, and he was giving them some speech of like what the monster's plan is. Oh. Um, so that was why I was like, wow, that's kind of... I wish I didn't know that going into the season. That is a lot. That's, that's majorly spoiler. Yeah. yeah. That's why I immediately texted you, because I, I know how spoiler-verse you are. Mm-hmm. Looking out for my boy. I appreciate that. I would have been upset, for mm-hmm. sure. And so see what I mean about spoilers, though? For those who are listening who don't agree with me, ne'er was there any suspense for you about Billy being alive or not. In fact, you knew most of the outcome of what happened to Billy. Do you know what I mean? That's Mm -hmm. bullshit. Do you not agree? Mm -hmm. I I agree. I didn't watch the trailer. Because it it was so... So when we watched (laughs) last episode, and obviously last episode ends with Billy being grabbed by the sex tentacle and dragged into the, the dungeon... Um, I think like as soon as that episode end, Chris, you said something to the effect of like, well, I guess Billy's dead. Bye bye, Billy. And it Billy, took, no, I said, Billy, no, Billy, no, but, it t- <laughs> but, but I even, I think maybe Sam, you might've said something. Somebody said something to that effect. She and, said, I bet he's possessed. And I yeah. just looked at Steve like, yeah, uh-oh. like in my head, I'm like, well, this sucks. Cause I know that he's not dead. I know right. he is possessed. I wish I didn't know that going into this. But we were homies. <laughs> we didn't say a word. We just let it play out. We just also, looked at each other and. Give it a subtle just nod. seemed quite obvious. It's very much a horror movie thing. Yeah, if you end the episode with somebody being pulled away into the dark and they don't die on screen, they're not dead. Yeah. That's like, just... Like that deer in season one. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, fuck me running. Uh, Karen. <laughs> I'm a professional segue artist. <laughs> Sam's face. <laughs> Karen is more uh, Cindy Lauper-esque these days. I just keep noticing. There's some very vibrant neon colors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like her bathing suit, but just even the what she does with her eyeshadow, I'm just picking up. I don't know if it's just transitioning into a more flamboyant era section of the 80s, but mm-hmm. I just that's what I've noticed. There's more of a, a dull 80s, like the early 80s, like we're just post-disco, just everybody's right. tired from the show from here on out. And then now we're getting some more we're like, like a vibrant, now. yeah, now Madonna, Cindy Lauper, that's coming around. That's mm-hmm. what I'm, the vibe I'm getting. Um, I was impressed that Karen was rocking heels at the pool. I noticed that too. Like, like she's, no flip-flops. Yeah, I'm just, really, that was your choice? Okay. I get it though. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, gotta lift, lift the, the leg buns. and yeah. the butt mm-hmm. and w- walk it in that suit. 
she's not there to swim. She's <laughs> there to show up for Billy, and you got to lift that shit up. You know what I'm saying? So that I understood. And there's some clear competition going on between her and the other ladies. Is there? Because some of yeah. those other moms have been wrecked. No, not not so much. <laughs> not so much in like Karen has quote unquote competition. It's right. just that there's there seems to be like a oh I've got to look my my best. So I don't look like I'm falling behind compared to everyone else. Karen Some are failing worse than others compared to those other yeah, ladies. Karen's the only one with a shot at the BD. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's why she was giving a little D. side mm. eye when they were all trying to prim and prep. And she's just like, bitch, I just got to read my book. Mm. <laughs> and we found out Karen also did not show up to the rendezvous. Yeah. So mm. I know. I'm disappointed, but also good for you. Karen. Right. Like you yeah. couldn't morally demolish Karen's character like that. Go stick into your morals. But. Right. Mm-hmm. She's just going to use, uh, I bet a she dildo. borrowed the slammer from Dustin. Yeah. yeah. I keep forgetting that wow, she's my came in there and cut the joke off a dildo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's where I was going. But it's going to be a Stranger Things reference version of that, but sure. A fake dick. She's going to use a fake dick and imagine that it's Billy's. Probably made a silicone. <laughs> Yep, that's where we were going. <laughs> She's gonna be thinking about Billy and. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, uh, and here's the part that I don't like about the show. Hop has successfully scared Mike. Poor Eleven. Um, and yeah, that's the little human conflict thread that I'm just not taking any joy from. Is the yeah. I guess it's cute, like uh, relationship dynamics uh, between adolescents. Um, you know, like, well, it led to Max is giving eleven terrible advice, so and Lucas is giving uh, equally terrible so. advice. It's not very healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think treat it's him great. like shit and then dump his ass. Yeah, that's not great advice. Lucas is like, she's dumped me five times, <laughs> <laughs> and I've come crawling back five times. I love that scene because that was such true girl talk, very authentic. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him. Yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed. I mean, my favorite part of the episode is probably Max and Eleven. Yes. Yeah, I think the, the shopping scene is the best. Yeah, so this is this is the first time I think the season where really we get to see Eleven. See 11 and 11 do 11 the things stuff. that we like 11 doing yeah. is her yeah. kind of being struggling a young girl and struggling to, we, we did get a call back to friends don't lie and why you lie Mike no she says <laughs> and I think it's awkward sometimes that sometimes she's so eloquent and normal yeah. and then all of a sudden she's like do you lie <laughs> she has these weird phrases that are just off enough like, that it's, it's weird. It's off-putting. You don't know how to conjunct anything, do you? Lie, Mike, no. does you? <laughs> but going back Lie to what I said the first episode, I think Max put it in perspective. You know, we just see her with Mike or with Hopper. Here's a chance that you can see 11 be 11 and do things that she wants to do yeah. and enjoy it on her own mm. and be Absolutely. your own person. Absolutely, yeah. That was, again, we'll, we'll get it more into it, but I mean, the, the idea that Hopper has threatened this child, Mike, as big of, as, as big of a cunt as he is, uh, where Mike is at the house and now he's lying to Eleven, like, oh, yeah, my Nana is sick, and there's this back and forth where... Yeah, it's like, uh, there's a lot of drama to it, but... They're I, clearly, he's clearly lying, and she knows he's lying. It actually made me really sad, though, until you see Hopper in the car, and he's super happy about it. Like that he succeeded, mm-hmm. that made, gave it a comedic element to mm-hmm. let me enjoy it. But at first, I'm like, that is terrible because <laughs> Hop is always the guy that, like, around episode seven, 
everyone's like, God, fuck you. You know, like at the end of season two, he's been hiding Eleven the whole time. So Mike freaks out and Eleven has hated him for keeping her inside the whole year. Mm -hmm. And so Hop's like the guy we all love. Um, He's my favorite. And yet everyone's always in odds with him because of his personality. And Mm -hmm. he's always got their best interests. So here we go again, where this time it's just completely selfish, though. Like, I nobody's finger banging my daughter. So he's just going to make up a bunch of terrible shit. What? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just keeping it real about what goes down in this world. God damn it. I've been watching too much Euphoria. I'm sorry. So um, anyway. Well, that's done for the day. I, 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 did, I did like the comedic bit where Mike and Eleven are talking on the phone and Karen's like, what's wrong with Nana? Oh, dude, I love that she was on the phone. Did that, she that call? Was, yes. That's my favorite part of the scene. Mom, get off the phone. Because, I mean, I'm 30, right? You're 31, you said, Steve. Yeah, and Andy's yeah. 31, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how old are you, Sam? Turning 28 in like five days. So I have distinct memories of saying horrible things that are going on in my life to a fellow friend or a girl. And then realizing that my brother or someone has picked up the other phone and has been listening the entire time. So yeah. this is before cell phones when that was a thing. Um, yeah. So that was hilarious because that was like horrible memories coming yeah. back. Like you have the cordless and you're talking about all kinds of crazy shit. And Hip- I hear breathing. Hold on. <laughs> my, my, Mike yelling mom get off the phone was like a PTS flashback for me. Like, oh, God, I remember uh, that yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah. Mom, I'm on the phone with my friends. And you like when you did pick up the phone, you had to wait for the click before anything got real. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? You're like, hey, how's it going? Awkward pause. All right, let's talk about real shit. <laughs> real shit. Anyway, who's getting the blow tonight? Is it Steve or me? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, Hop's well, happy Hop's now. on it. Uh, tries to dine with Joyce again and, and he's really, he's coming at Joyce super hard and she, you know, I think he needs to respect her space but at the same time, he's been lonely for a while. Like we've mm-hmm. never seen, wait, he had a fling in early season one, right? Yeah, the like chick some from chick the library. The li- That's right. Yeah. Well, there was the, I don't, there was no, the random there girl. There was a random girl. And then, we, we, and then the chick yeah. from the library. So, okay. Yeah. Hop's a whore. That's right. <laughs> Hop's been hopping around. Uh, his dumb, dumb deputies are back. The guys, one that, of them, the guys that we love to hate. Oh yeah. The we other saw one. the back of the other one, but we That's don't know I for sure if it was him. Oh, I didn't notice him from the back. Yeah, Sociopath mustache. Yes. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> at first I was thinking like, wow, did they finally fire his ass for being terrible? I'm sure he's in prison somewhere. Right. <laughs> right. I don't um, know why they fired me. I just murdered eight people. <laughs> that's going to be the next thread, the Zodiac Killer. It's fucking him. Yeah. <laughs> so none of the magnets are working in the town of Hawkins now. Um, Nancy cut to Nancy going rogue. Uh, she, in an 80s, you know, an, an antique style, is able to creep out her boss by just mentioning any kind of female-only experience. Mm-hmm. Which wouldn't work anymore. But period. Yeah. Having <laughs> girls. Th- <laughs> just go. Just go. <laughs> Before you bleed everywhere, all right? I just don't trust something that bleeds for seven days and doesn't die. <laughs> I can't even drink this coffee anymore. It's Garcian. <laughs> uh, but she's really uh, hinging all of her career hopes on the fact that this mysterious rat story is going to blow wide open and she's going to get famous at the paper. So <laughs> She gets there. She's a little old lady with the lemonade. I, I love her fuck. instincts, but yeah. But at the same time, it's like, this is really risky. Like you got one crazy old person talking about rats. But that crazy old person became my favorite character. She's pretty dope. She's yeah. I caught one little bastard. Yeah. Um, so well, why, why did you love the crazy old lady so much? As soon as she dropped the little bastard, I'm like, I like you. <laughs> you my people. <laughs> so You're going to be me. After Nancy goes rogue and she takes Jonathan with her, we come to after she exposed all his film, which is fucking bullshit. That's the second yeah. time she's Nancy, done that. That's bullshit. He's trying to develop him. Respect the light outside the dark room. That's all bullshit. 
You're a bullshit. <laughs> Dustin, Dustin and Steve uh, reunite. And I love that they, because I thought there's some kind of um, fan service there a little bit, because I don't think in universe Steve and Dustin loved each other as much as we love Steve and Dustin. And so to yeah. me, there was some fan service there sure. that when they reunite, which I, mean, I appreciate. He liked him enough to teach him his hair tricks and that's, right. that's his secret weapon. So I mean, right. that, that's, you know, he, he went above and beyond. <laughs> now they're just bros. Yeah. Steve was passing on his quote unquote game to Dustin. <laughs> he was telling him like, this is how you pick up ladies act like you're not interested. Uh, and he has none of those tricks anymore. He's unable to pull. He's on high school whatsoever. And now Dustin's dropping the hints and tricks. <laughs> I know. He was actually really comfortable with all the ladies in the mall. Right? Right. Like, what's up? I love when Dustin's like, uh, what's his girlfriend's name? Susie? Susie. Her supposed yes. girlfriend. Susie. He's like, Susie doesn't care. I don't have teeth. She's like, oh, it's better for kissing. I know. <laughs> that was just weird for mm, some reason. Yeah. So you're like gumming each other? He's like, all right. So, so did, did that establish that he, he had dentures last season? It's Is establishing that, that he's got... A third row of real teeth coming in? Is that a thing? It has. It's a. It's a. It's, I don't want to say deformity, but it's it's a thing where you can have a third row. What coming was it in. called? Something cranial dysplasia is what he had. Yeah, that's uh, what he had. I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they were gone. They were. There, I'm not a gynecologist. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't know idea. what a gynecologist is then <laughs> either. I'm a gynecologist. That's funny. Uh, we cut to Max. Uh, Doing some ollies, yeah. I'm a skateboarder. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, she had one of those uh, old school skateboards that had the fin on the back, which is pretty legit. We used to, I used to have a Tony Hawk one of those. It was my brother's, but yeah, my brother's old. So is that the one uh, we used to like? I used to lay on and go down your hill. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, yep. That's a good one. Could you do some 900s over no. there with it? No. <laughs> I did Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, though. I was a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Eleven asked Max for help, like a little girl power Sam was talking about. Um, she showed up, like, looking all mean and shit. I thought I immediately thought it was going to be like, you stay away from my man kind of situation. You skateboard with Mike I did again, too. bitch? I did too. Uh, <laughs> which I'm glad that wasn't that. I yeah. like that they're together now. But I wrote, Lucas is terrible for advice. Max is worse. So no. poor Will again. Lucas says, I've been dumped five <laughs> times. Let me show you how I fix it. What is it? Go to the mall? Buy things. He buys, buys her a gift. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Meanwhile, Max is being Something the that perfect says, girl support. I mean, I like that she's saying there's a lot more to life than boys. That there's other stuff to do. That, you know, he's definitely lying. But it just, and obviously she's not very mature. So she's not going to say, you need to confront him or... You know, we need to have more self-awareness and find life outside him because he's not always going to be there. She's obviously going to say all that in a teen way, which mm-hmm. is fuck him. You know what I mean? Da, 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 da. But, you know, I just thought this isn't healthy. But I also did write down poor Will. All he wants to do is play Dungeon and Dragons. Yeah. yeah. They're leaning into him being the loner. Oh, yeah. They're actually what? they're aware that his character yeah. is outcast at this what? point. What was even the point of you season one? We got to find Will. They don't even care about Will. Just leave Will on the upside down. Right? Jesus. Poor they're Will. Over it. <laughs> they're not good friends. You know what, Will? You're really dragging us down. Really? <laughs> Come on, it's, zombie boy. It's always valuable. It actually reminds me of me when I was a kid. Because everybody blossomed early. Like they were like making out at 14 and stuff. And I'm just like, what's it like? You I know? <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome, dude. Seriously? Is it really? super cool? <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah, dude, it's super cool. Like my balls hurt right now. It was so cool. Your balls hurt? That doesn't sound Why? Cool. <laughs> My balls haven't even dropped. Wait, you're, you're a boss? <laughs> you guys are balls? Damn it. Um, 
So they, Billy's freaking out. And the sense that I got when we cut to Billy's experience, I don't know why he showed up to his shitty little lifeguard job feeling that way, by the way, but whatever. <laughs> Billy's, uh, the sense that I got is he's compelled to hurt people and he's fighting it very hard. Hmm. Is that the sense that you guys got? Yeah, because they have that quick flash of him like punching the shit out of Karen. Which I thought happened for a second. I'm like, oh, That was awesome. That was like uh, in season two. What did Eleven do? She like threw a rock or somebody or at somebody with her powers or something, and it was just like, oh fuck! Like the way she she just took the fucking dude out. Yeah. Yeah, when that happened. Oh, the squirrel? The burning squirrel? Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She threw threw that thing at the hunter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not super into stuff like that, but what? I mean, it doesn't squirrels. Violence no, like, against women. You know, I'm not super into violence <laughs> against women. Just not my bag, guys. No, no, but yeah, fake outs where it's like, oh, clearly he just murdered someone on the side of the shelf, but then it just cuts and it's like, Billy, is everything okay? No, no I agree. But in this instance, I thought that it w- was um, serving to show you the kind of shit that's flashing through his head that mm-hmm. it's yeah. trying to get him yeah. to do. As long as I don't pull the rug out from under you. Like, I, did you ever watch the Rob Zombie Halloween movies? Yes. No. The second one? Oh, well, the first one was awesome. The second one was a piece of shit. And the first <laughs> 20 minutes or so of the movie is a dream sequence. Yeah. And like oh, this wow. whole big long thing. And then all of a sudden, oh, nope, it was just a dream. It's like, are you serious? That was like the first act of the movie. Right. <laughs> so if, it, if it's just, if they let you off the hook right away i'm okay with it yeah but if if they had him like beat her head against the side of the the shelf and then stomp on her and then drag her body out and then bury her and then he cuts back to it then it would have been 40 minutes later right before credits like is everything okay (laughs) (laughs) and that was just one episode of stranger (laughs) things um so yeah i found out karen didn't go either um speaking of billy though because we kind of blazed through this like his vision in the upside down was interesting because he you know, obviously he's in the upside down because everything is gross looking. But then there's like it almost looks like a like a silhouette of a bunch of people approaching him, and then a copy of himself walks forward and tells yeah. him like the to, invasion of the body snatcher. The hair yeah. gave it away though. Like the That's second you could see that, the silhouette, I was like, that one's goes. Billy. Um, but yeah, he <laughs> d- he says something like, "What is it? Build what you see, or something if like that." If you build it, they will come. Is almost exactly what he said. I swear to God, I wrote no, that was one of my. I, guess. I want to build what you seek. I yeah. thought, yeah, something like that. What do you want? To, what are you trying to do? He's like, build what you seek. Um, I, don't I don't know understand. what that means. Well, Billy as a big old fucking monument to boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Billy as a misanthrope. You know what I mean? He knew him mm-hmm. um, in that sense. But yeah, I took it that all the shadow people are members of the town. And that they're trying to replace each one individually, much like Invasion Very of the Body Snatchers, body snatchers is the yeah. big, you know, mm-hmm. ego of this episode and probably this season. Sorry. It's supposed to be Fletch oh, is what they said. Don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Chevy, Chevy Chase once. I'm pissed. Um, so, yeah, then we cut back to Steve and Dustin and Robin, uh, the co-worker who's uh, always sipping that haterade. Once is actually uh, becoming a new member of the crew. She wants to help translate the the Russian messages that Dustin's been intercepting. And apparently, she works at an ice cream shop and fucks around with Steve. And uh, she speaks like, four languages. And speaks four languages <laughs> and is a master musician. And I was like, that's weird. My ears are little geniuses. I, like I love that line. She should be <laughs> somewhere off to college somewhere, not in Hawkins, maybe. Mm-hmm. Has she graduated? What's your theory? 
She's one of the Russian spies. No, no, no. Oh, That's not my theory. But it occurred to me today when, not today, when we were watching the episode and, you know, uh, Trump, Mayor Trump uh, was talking about his fireworks show and stuff. Um, oh, Larry <laughs> Klein. For a second, I'm like, wait, what was it? Was Donald Trump in this episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and they mentioned the timeline of the mall showing up, like, over the past year. And I'm like, oh, the Russians. The Russians are behind the mall. They're underneath the mall. And building this machine. Okay. That's my theory. That's a good theory, actually. The mall is the front for the Russian invasion. Okay. The Russians are always laundering money in the yeah, U.S. Because that giant construction <laughs> would hide the real giant construction. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I can get with that for and sure. And Jean-Claude Van Damme's always hanging around the horsey ride, you know, <laughs> well, making secret messages. And you saw the Ru- Russian guy. He was around the Yeah. Corner, so. Russian that guy true? was in the restaurant with Hopper, right? But he was, was also in the, mall, in the office. He was in Trump's office. Sorry, I'm like yelling. Oh, was he? Yeah. He, when Hop Stop was yelling at the mic. <laughs> when Hop was entering the government building, that guy walked past I him. I didn't see that. I yeah. scribbling a note. Huh. Okay. Cause and cause that I, guy I never mentioned from episode one is freakishly strong. Yeah. Like he choked like a 190 pound dude with yeah. one hand, two feet off the ground style. If he dies, he dies. You know how difficult it is to lift somebody off the ground with one arm and then have the strength left to squeeze them and hold them there for like two, two and a half minutes long can, enough for them to go unconscious. I can barely lift a cherry Coke from the table to my mouth. Well, like Do I've, do, I've done it with children. I'll you know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> choke children yeah, up in the air. Yeah. You can, you clean can, your fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's interesting. I think you're probably right, Sam. You're on to something. Then we cut to uh, the fruition of uh, Nancy's case, right? She, the rat lady and the fertilizer. So the rats have been eating shit, which is weird for rats, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But that's, well, Billy know. was also drinking, I think it was ammonia. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was like doing yeah, something was weird. So like fertilizer. Or like, bleach. Yeah, maybe. I thought it was pneumonia. Things that are bad for you. Yes. <laughs> Things typically creatures wouldn't ingest. How about that? That's you guys what don't the, drink ammonia? That's what the hydro <laughs> makes you do. Is that not um, what people do? So I said, who is Larry Klein, which might be an ego spoiler, but Carrie the way they were... Elwes or something. I can't, don't know how to pronounce it. The, the guy way they Princess revealed Bride. is always oh, from Princess Bride. Yes. Wait, what? The handsome guy? The the mayor. Yeah, yeah. He, that's I mean, what that he looks was, like now? Yeah. Holy shit. That was him. Well, was I saw it, the big reveal from the Saul. paper and I was like, he must be someone the way that they, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I didn't catch on. I was like, God damn it. Who is that? <laughs> so there's the, there's an ego that I just spoiled. Yeah. yeah. A major ego. Spo- oh, it was my, I, I prefaced it with that. I knew yeah. this was coming. Um, 11 and Max go shopping sequence is next. I'm sure we'll talk about that in the pudding area a lot more. Um, that sounds weird the way you just said that. It does. <laughs> it did. I regret it. Let's talk about that in the pudding area. I regret, <laughs> I regret it. Joyce is, uh, I put Joyce's lamenting lack of Google. I, I find it funny to remember my childhood because she wants to figure out why the magnets aren't working. And so she, now all of a sudden she's got all these electromagnetic books laying around and it's like. From the library. So that would fucking suck. Like, so what, I, is, what is Joyce doing with her life? Because she's always picking up these crazy minute things that are happening around the town and jumps into wanting to research it. Like why are you working this dead end clerk job? Joyce, you had so much potential. She what does. What are you yeah. doing with your life? It's true that she's a lot smarter than, uh, than she's using because. And I think it, it tracks, though. It's not, like, unrealistic to me because she has been through some shit. She's primed right? to expect yeah, some she's shit. she's paranoid yeah. for that kind of shit, right? Now, why these people still fucking live in this town <laughs> is beyond me, especially Joyce, right? All right. But it's okay. Um, he should have went to Maine with Bob. Silly girl. You silly, silly girl. Bob could have been alive. 
Yeah, but then they'd be the it kids. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dairy. Uh, yeah, so then when you don't have Google and Hawkins, what do you do? You hit up the library. You go to Mr. Clark, sir. Oh, shit. That's who the fuck. He is Google. Mr. Clark. That was way wrong. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Clark. <laughs> damn it, Andy. You didn't even watch the fucking episode. <laughs> well, she obviously went to the library to get the books. So I guess. Saying. That's where she got them. How Ooh. great was his introduction, though? Oh, my God. Epic. It was so epic. Was so good. Because <laughs> we, we obviously, if, if you listen to Streaming Things, you know how much we love Mr. Clark. I wasn't for sure how much everyone else loved Mr. Clark. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if that was just a thing we invented. But the fact that they played up Mr. Clark's entrance yeah. into this episode clearly listened to our show, and that was for, for us. Sure. They, they, they had a little subtitle on the bottom, like, like this is for you boys. <laughs> He's got like a tattoo on each bicep. Get it. Because yes. <laughs> Mr. Clark, as we know, can get it. Yes. <laughs> what is, does Mr. Clark do it for you, Sam? No. No. You're more of a Billy gal. No. <laughs> okay. So but, speaking of Billy, I have to say this. Um, apparently, you just need to, if you live uh, in uh, Hawkins, just not be named William, and you're good to go. <laughs> That's it. That's true. There's the only two people that have been kidnapped to the Upside Down. Excuse me. Uh, Besides Barb. Barb which Thank you. also starts with which B. Which is Billiam. Yeah. <laughs> Short. <laughs> I'm saying that are still alive. Yeah. Well, Barb couldn't hack it. If your name anyway. is William, you. <laughs> uh, if your name is William, you've been possessed at some point. Yeah, exactly. So, just saying. So, Barb didn't let herself be possessed. The rat she almost explodes in Jonathan's face. Which, <laughs> I know. I wanted that again, so bad. Poor choice of words on my part. <laughs> that was kind of. <laughs> uh, that was a weird little like. I don't know what's the opposite of a jump scare, but anticlimactic purposeful thing that they did you know what I mean where mm. Nancy comes by John just come on up here the rat's about to explode I don't think that's what Nancy said but it's subverting expectation yes yes is. I did like the uh, Jonathan's really into it and he's like no it, there's something wrong with this rat yeah. like, no duh let's go <laughs> right, they, the way he explained it it was like oh yeah I guess we already knew that so then it, I was right it, it's building itself in this dimension mm. and literally what I didn't expect though was like that to be literal so like he already has sentient control of that piece of rat goo and it's then gonna like hop itself to connect with its body <laughs> right is that what's yeah, going on yeah, pretty like, much how'd he get out of the fucking basement <laughs> just crawl up the stairs it better, it better not have uh, killed old lady Driscoll I'm gonna be pissed oh no she's gonna be dead if no, old lady Driscoll gets killed by like snot with arms she had it coming <laughs> yeah, first of all it reminded selection. me of the like the second like kind of phase of uh, the face hugger being like bursting out of the egg and then crawling mm, around in yeah. its like flappy mm-hmm. vagina form. Mm. <laughs> flappy <laughs> vagina form, classic stage of osmosis. <laughs> uh, we'll find that in those library books, Joyce. Cut back to uh, Billy, who takes them to his leader, is what I wrote down. Because <laughs> like his vision of the girl trying to help him in the shower, which can poor choice of words. She's uh-huh. like, which is, is lead me to them or something. No, she was like, yeah, take me to him or something. Yeah. And then he snaps out. Like, I'm that was gonna, awesome. Yeah. That was really I'm cool. Gonna, it was a good sequence. And mm-hmm. I guess does the sunlight affect him like it does the Demogorgon then? It seems like it's doing something. I don't know if it's, I, I guess it is physically. Because at first I thought maybe it was just a mental thing that he was, was like seeing. just a disorientation. Burned his elbow though. Yeah. But was that the sun or was I don't that, know. Because yeah. then it seemed to be the infestation it wasn't marks. any other part of his body. Right. I don't know. 
You need work on that, Duffer Brothers. Yeah. Well, I guess let's watch the rest of the show before we say that, right? Um, <laughs> They're listening right now. Like, guys, it's in episode four. <laughs> God damn it. Patience. And then I wrote, shopping, where the fuck do they get money? But then the lack of money became a thing. And I was, I was proud of that. Except yeah. for Max. Max is loaded, apparently, because she's just buying 11 she and herself all kinds of shit. 11. 11 doesn't have any money. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And Hopper doesn't. He makes a fucking, you know, chief of police wages in a small town. That's not much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> that or they just straight up stole it. <laughs> that would have been better. I mean, teens do that shit. I would have liked that. Like, can you imagine how good of a thief Eleven would be? Yeah, she totally probably just like pulled some money away from those chicks, <laughs> laughing at her. And stuff, that was awesome. Um, were those the same girls laughing at her? Yes. Okay, because I did not make that connection hmm. for whatever reason. I don't know if it was just where they had them stage. I didn't realize that those were supposed to be the same girls that laughed at her. So I, I was thinking the whole time, like. What the fuck is she doing up to these poor girls? <laughs> Just randomly bullying people what with psionic powers. Why are they picking on her? Right. Uh, poor Will just keeps wanting to play D&D. They were really hammering that home. Um, so he's like a little, well, that makes sense. He's a little less developed than his peers, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then we cut to the fight, the confrontation between Eleven and Mike and then the other folks. And I dump your ass, which was, uh, I liked that. Again, that again yeah. the, the That's classic Eleven. Struggling with the English bit. Um, and then hop doing the dirty work. So, uh, mayor, Larry, Cle- mayor, Larry Klein, uh, has forced Hopper to straight up arrest these fucking people protesting, uh, they the stuff that he's doing. And that's, that's sad to watch. Cause you got to think when you, when you're a good cop, you sometimes got to do shit like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and I've never had to see hop not defy authority like that. So that was uncomfortable and I didn't enjoy it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he doesn't seem to care. He's just like putting the dude in the squad care and he's like, Oh, I got my new shirt from my date tonight. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, it sounded like hop was almost maybe going to take him down to the station and just let him go and just like, here, take the papers now, go do your thing. Right. right. And that guy seemed kind of off his rocker a bit. He's like, Hey, raise my bumper detectives. <laughs> like, yeah, that sucks. But I don't know how anyone who's going to be screaming that like a crazy person on the side of the street. Not 11 was an inside job. <laughs> yeah. He's one of those guys for sure. Um, I saw a, a meme today, by the way, is how to fuck with conspiracy, conspiracy theorists when they're like, uh, you think we landed on the moon? And then you say, oh, you're one of those people that believes in the moon. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just push them off their game completely. Huh? Wait, oh, my what? God. That's good thinking. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> what is the moon? <laughs> so Hopper dines alone because he can't compete with Mr. Clark's pool and I so he so had a double scotch an entire bottle of red and some chianti chianti andy chianti <laughs> how's the chianti he's trashed yeah, where in around. this small town did they find this highfalutin <laughs> yeah. snooty cocksucker to be a waiter on pals nicely with the red I'm like what he came with them all benny's dead i know we need a guy like benny to serve hop and i'm in a situation like this but yeah poor poor hopper he's he's dining alone in a claustrophobic he, restaurant while mr clark is showing joyce his magnetism <laughs> <laughs> his magnetism that's right. <laughs> hop like, had it coming though because he how many times did he stand up 11 to stay late at work right yeah. Now Joyce is just getting. She's you know very my curious the, about these magnets. She forgot about it. My the turntables. <laughs> the turntables. Uh, the worm has turned. I don't know why I wrote messages. The here. shoe is on the other foot. What is it? I don't know why. I have a note that just says messages here question mark. Are you talking about maybe the Russian mes- m- Russian message? Oh, oh stum- yes. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, there was. There was. So he stumbles past the. You know, they figure out the translate the message, and then they they go past this rocky horse. What are those called? 
the little ridey things. I'm just going to refer to them as Rocky horses from now on. <laughs> anyway. The Indiana Rider. Yeah, yeah. the Indiana Rider. And uh, Steve realizes that it's also Steve's nickname. It's the same. <laughs> oh, it's the um, should have been Nancy's nickname. He fucked that up. Ow. Anyway, so <laughs> are you slut shaming Nancy? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm saying she's more of a writer to me. Okay, you know oh, what I mean? A writer, like with a W. Yeah, <laughs> she works at the paper. What did you guys think? <laughs> I was talking. Oh, Mr. Clark should have been it, dude. That the heat, because oh, he yeah. gets it. He gets uh, anyway. it. So yeah, I think Sam's theory is taking life here because apparently. The fucking the horse in the background, which it makes sense that it's at the mall. I know it's that exact horse. They they rush the evil Russians. <laughs> Your face. The, oh my god! They're underneath the mall. They're Is that under, what you think? Yes, yeah. they're like mall rats. The power went out in the mall <gasps> first. Is Larry See? Klein a fucking Russian Narc? spy? Because he's Trump. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's make actually huge. We should write an article Whoa. ASAP. That'll go viral. <laughs> okay. Hop on it. Hop on it. Boom. We just knucked. Uh, Steve fisted me. So Mayor Trump made a deal with the Russians and they built a mall and took over the town. We're going to build the a mall. <laughs> it's and now be he's using the police to enforce his rules. If you ever had orange oh, Julius, they're fucking delicious. May Conkin's great again. <laughs> we need a mall. And so apparently the Thessal Hydra's real mission is to possess all lifeguards. That's what I can surmise. <laughs> Done. But hey, who's watching the pool? Now exa- all those exa- motherfuckers are going to drown. Die. It's just they're playing the long game here. Barb died in the pool. That was probably Trump's yeah. idea. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. We got that one girl. That was still Trump's voice. She fell into our trap. <laughs> that one worked. It's going to be huge. A wall without lifeguards. <laughs> We're gonna make the we're gonna make the pool great again. We call it the Deadpool. No, <laughs> no running, my dick. I'm gonna dive in whatever size pool I want to. I'm looking for you next, lard ass. <laughs> that kid has to get his revenge by the end of the season. Yes, that's actually some deep shit just got said here in this episode. All right, some deep shit. All thanks to Sam. Not yeah. as deep as that pool. <laughs> So now we move on to our ego segment. So the Easter egos are where we identify certain allusions to other intellectual properties from the 80s. Sometimes we just make shit up just to make things happen. Uh, Andy, start us off with an ego. Um, I noticed in Joyce's shop, again, there's lots of stuff, but she had Mr. T cereal. I pity the fool who don't buy that. Right. So I guess this would have been uh, during the height of the A-team, I assume. Yeah, for sure. For, uh, and Hopper was 85. eating uh, smacks? He was eating smacks. Honey, honey smacks. Honey but smacks. Yeah, fucking A-team cereal. I thought that was pretty dope. I would like to eat some A-team cereal. Yeah. I pity the fool that doesn't want to, actually. <laughs> I would love to eat some honey smacks. That sounds good. <laughs> that does sound good. Steve, Ego? We need pizza. Uh, well, we mentioned the body snatchers bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see when um, Hopper goes to Joyce that they had a, a Kodak film processing stand that was closed, I mm. assume, because of the economic impact that uh, Trump's mall is having on the, on the town. Mm-hmm. Not a Kodak moment. No. Ooh. Good one. Sam. Um, they, did they, they brought up the Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates? Yeah, they, mm-hmm. brought her, they brought her up. Isn't that a reference you guys brought up for the last episode? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a continuation of the Phoebe mentions. Did they bring her up again? Yeah, Dustin, did Dustin did keeps they not saying, mention her in the first one? I thought you guys... Did. Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Dustin well, keeps telling people that Susie is 
smart, but hotter than Phoebe Cates. Okay. Yeah. So my other one was the motherfucking ground round was in the background. I saw that too. And I was just like, I fucking hate that place. What, <laughs> so I don't know if I'm the only one here. I don't understand what that is. So either. it's like, it's like, it's like a meat restaurant. Like they have just ribs and other types of meat. But let me tell you about that place. It's the first place I've ever experienced food poisoning from. It sounds the disgusting. Ground it's also where... There used to be one in Florence. Yeah. Where oh, the, was there? Where mm-hmm. the Super Kroger is now. Oh, interesting. And then it became Fuji's, and then it became Super Kroger. But fuck the ground round. <laughs> it was what, a surprising thing to see. Was that like an 80s restaurant? Like a like an Applebee's of the 80s? I don't uh, know. I guess, yeah. I just saw it, and I was like, oh, well, it's PTSD. Dead now. <laughs> I'm glad it died. I don't know if I could ever walk into an establishment and eat that was called The Ground I know, Ground. it is such a terrible name. Yeah. It I is mean, very bad. That's like uh, up um, up the street, there's a there's a place on the side of a gas station called Lita's Tacos, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, all of the best uh, authentic Mexican food always looks like a health department nightmare. That's true. <laughs> they're like inside a laundromat, little desk with food, and you just, order, you just like, open oh, up a shelf, and, and they're like, this is some so, amazing so food. You say this, and like... There's a place called Taco Casa on like Madison Road downtown, and it was the sketchiest looking place ever. But my my boss was deter- determined to eat there, and I got the safest looking thing, which was the nachos. But they put three way chili on their nachos with sour cream and cheese, and then salsa, and Sounds it was amazing. it was pretty fucking phenomenal. See, <laughs> my favorite place is uh, in Covington by my house on off like Twelfth or Pike. There's like literally a laundromat and a gas station. And in between those two is like no sign, just a door. And you go in and there's like a bench. Oh, it's so hipster. And a fucking (laughs) counter and nobody speaks English. And you just struggle to point shit and get it on your plate. And it's amazing and real. What type of food is it? Mexican. Oh, Mexican food. Yeah. Okay. I like Taco Bell. This is what we were talking about. Well, <laughs> well, that just sounds like almost every Indian restaurant in this area as well. So <laughs> That's true. Um, I, just have, delicious. I don't really have any real egos. I wrote, you just, here's an example. I wrote payphone. Walden <laughs> <laughs> books. Ramir- oh, God damn it. That was mine. <laughs> 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 I, I, I looked over to Steve and I was like, I gave you that the, one's mine, dude. I gave you the first <laughs> chance to speak for because that I reason. Because I have the Mr. T cereal. Every time I would you. write an, an, an ego down, Andy would either say, that one's mine, Steve, or you can have that one, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote Ramiro Zombies, even gonna, though it was I clearly... So I was going to lead into it with Ground Round. Like, speaking of places at the mall, because Walden Books was my shit, dude. At the mall. I remember awesome. going there with you all the time. All the time. I love that. Store. Hot take. I liked Walden Books better than Barnes and Nobles. Yeah, me too. <gasps> okay. Same. Fuck Barnes and, and I Noble. worked at Barnes and Noble. Oh, you did. Overpriced oh. twice. Bullshit. So jealous. You just became Sam's favorite person. <laughs> Tell uh, me tales of your book retail. <laughs> There's another uh, foreigner song. Yeah. Cold got as ice. You. Yeah, got you there, Steve. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, my Sharona, which is the Kinks. That was actually my Bologna by Weird Al Yankovic. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mr. You. Clark would listen to Weird Al Yankovic. No, it was not. Yeah, it was. I thought it was too fast to be my Sharona. It, 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 it definitely was. wasn't the Kinks version. So I'm right, though. It's the Kinks. Uh, the Romantics, I'm sorry. Fuck! <laughs> I think the Kinks have a cover of it. So okay. I don't know. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> Why do you know all this music? Um, What's wrong with you? I just like hey. music. Okay, whatever. Don't judge Steve. 
And then I wrote, this is when I'm making up Poltergeist because the fat little lady that Sam likes so much <laughs> reminds me of the fat little one from Poltergeist. Like, don't go into the line. Don't go into the line. And I doubt they cast her for that reason, but that's what I'm going with. <laughs> I got to get that vibe off her too. Steve? Um, I'll do the rest of the songs I found. There was Don't Mess Around With Jim by Jim Croach. I love that song. That's a great song. Classic Hopper song. Jim Croach uh, is our first dance. Yes, honey, I know. Move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, Material Girl by Madonna. And we Madonna, already... we were right. It's the Madonna era. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's that's the end of my songs. <laughs> there, wasn't, there wasn't a lot of songs in this episode. Oh, and I feel like the first episode Egos? was a lot. Ego Stealer? Uh, I, I got Zales. I just heard yes. down stores. Because... <laughs> That's they went to buy the, the three hundred dollars. Those stores are all still oh, around. I don't know why you're allowed to bring that up. And Claire's was—I mm-hmm. didn't realize Claire's was a thing. I don't think it counts if they're still in business. Like you guys said, J.C. Penney, and I was like, I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, because the old right signs. Now. Did you notice the Burger King signs almost exactly the same? It was yeah. a little bubblier in the letters, but yeah. otherwise it was still the same. Also, I don't know if this is Nego or not, but coming soon, Taco Bell. Did Taco Bell like start I, in the '80s? That's cool. I mean, clearly, they wouldn't just put that in there right. and have it not be true. I don't know if Taco Bell started in the 80s. Their but minds are about to be blown. It has to have, because mm. it was in the show, Steve. But it was probably like Indiana's like, ooh, a Mexican food. <laughs> this is, oh, that's controversial. It's a taco Annabelle. <laughs> uh, okay. Should we slap some tarot? Does anybody have any more egos? I do. I have three more. Okay. There was a Felix the Cat clock. Yeah, that's good. Uh, catch that. When uh, Hopper was going into... Um, Larry Klein's office. There was a, as you do in a political building, there's a giant f- framed photo of Ronald Reagan. Yeah, gotta have one of those. And then uh, when they discover that the uh, the horse is making the same music on the tape, they're standing. They pass a Sam Goody. Oh, nice. So hell yeah, old Sam. I Goody. saw Walden books. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Andy, really? What? How do you why feel about you, that? Why didn't you bring this up earlier? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, now for our chocolate pudding segment where we enumerate our top three moments of each episode. Andy, what's your number three? Uh, let's see. My number three was um, Billy in the shower horror scene. Mm, Billy in the I shower it was, is always my number one. <laughs> Dude, I thought it was really like really well done because they started doing like the um, hyper contrast saturated look to um, mm-hmm. give it um, like a horror disoriented vibe. And then when he gets in the shower, it felt like something out of like, I don't know, Carrie or something. Um, just moody and like the water running on him. I and love stuff. the water running from his hair. And like just weird. the the flashes to like the face hugger scene and then back to him with the water running. Yeah, no, that actually did look really cool the way the water was dripping dripping off his hair. Um, and then like the uh, the fellow lifeguard that comes down to help him and then she like speaks in the alien voice or whatever she says. Yeah, the um, way they framed her. Lead me to them and. Yeah, the way they framed her face kind of like entering the frame and then it just kind of follows her face as she mm-hmm. moves. Like it was really eerie. It, it, it was a good horror scene. Yeah. Okay. Steve, number three. My number three is the reunion of Steve and Dustin. Um, nice. That is a total fan service move that we mentioned before, but just seeing just the pure joy of them seeing each other melt my little heart, melt my mm. little heart. I mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah, I like their handshake. That was my number three as well. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. That was the best reunion that I didn't know I was waiting for. Yeah. Yeah. So Sam it to save time. That was my number three. Okay. We're all in agreement Mm -hmm. except for Andy, the outlier, the will of this group. And he's like, (laughs) I like horrible things. (laughs) He does. Number two, when he punched Karen, (laughs) Andy, Andy, what is your number two? Uh, when he punched Karen, (laughs) no, uh, my number two was, um, 
the whole sequence of Eleven and Max at the mall. Um, just uh, when they specifically, <laughs> specifically um, when they are trying on clothes and uh, trying to figure out her look. Um, they, she has like the big 80s plastic belts that should have been an ego because that was a thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, just like her excitement about having uh, fucking straps and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah the suspenders. suspenders was she, awesome. she was like a girl with pockets. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, it was, it was cute. Um, yeah, that just that whole sequence. Okay, Steve. I'm gonna add on to that because that is also my number two. Damn, um, me too. Uh, it, yeah, it, everything you said, just and just the outfits in general. Like the one she lands on is actually the best outfit. Like, oh good, yeah. like that's of the time, but also doesn't look awful. Right. Like the like the suspenders outfit was funny, but like don't, yeah. don't go out there like looking like that. Next, <laughs> find, next one looks, find the one that's you. It's like yeah. that's not it. That's not you. No, she anybody. had like the Doctor Who outfit going on. Yeah. <laughs> And then the the scene where she's she's never walked in high heels, so like she obviously can't. Mm-hmm. And because the the girls laugh at her, that still doesn't let her down because she's having fun. And that was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you girls deserve to have girl day. Yeah. But she yeah. showed that bitch what's up. Yeah, she yeah, did. She definitely did. I'm glad it was the girls that laughed at her, not a random person. That's <laughs> just like fuck that person with the curls in particular, <laughs> orange Fanta in the face. <laughs> yeah, I uh, that's my number two as well. And there's two things that I like to see Eleven do: enjoy normal mundane things like to a degree that I didn't think possible like mm-hmm. like the lazy boy popping a lazy boy yeah yes or kill people that's the only two <laughs> things I ever want to see a lemon do yeah just twitch and snap necks like that's you do that or take an extreme amount of joy from snapping necks I would like to see that bright burn <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sam what is your number two uh, my number two is actually Hopper driving um, that whole scene with him being really excited driving in the car, listening to the music, and then skipping into the store to talk to Joyce. Acting like he had followed her directions. To yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep, did it. Had to improvise a little bit. Improvise a face? little bit. Yeah, she was concerned. Like, yeah. uh-oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. So do we all, th- at least the three of us, have the same number one? I don't think so. Uh, no, because my number one is the mall scene. Okay. Mm. Steve, what is Why your- do you like the, like, while we're on yeah. that? Tell us about why you like the mall I just so really much. enjoyed that we got to see uh, a new side of Eleven mm-hmm. and a more, um, not I don't want to say fleshed out character, but more independent. And because, you know, usually when she's independent like that, it's usually when she's snapping necks and shit. Um, so this just her having fun and doing all kinds of weird stuff and running around the mall and enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So. And just to build on a little bit more because it's such a delightful a sequence. Delightful the 360 scene. around her when she's in like the uh, little garden area in the center and, and like just, looking around at the wonder that is the mall. That, that was a cool shot. That shot's in the first trailer, I think, for this season. Yeah. And I feel like that shot alone sold me on the... I mean, you can't, I'm already sold on Stranger Things, but just yeah. that one shot was like, yay, the wonder of being a child. <laughs> so what do you think are... Not to break up the pudding, but uh, what do you think are her ground rules for because clearly when we talk to um, the doctor at the end of season two we uh, (laughs) we, I just forgot something (laughs) when we talked to the doctor at the end of season two he said I would give it about a year but she got a birth certificate and all this stuff right I presume an identity to be Hopper's daughter oh I understand and so when Max brings her to the mall Eleven's like no break rule too many people and so I and just, then Mike's I like, mean, you can't bring her here. I'm a right. twat. You can surmise that she's allowed in public, but not concentrated public areas. Like what? So I'm glad you brought that up because going back to first episode where I said, I don't know why Steve's working in an ice cream shop. He's the best babysitter on the planet. He even looked at 11 and was like, wait a minute. I don't think you're supposed to be here. You're yeah. not allowed here. 
great babysitter, best parent, He's number one out. mom. <laughs> He's looking out. But he knows it's not his place to step in and tell her to go home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's letting her be free. Yeah, because then she won't come to me when she's really in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If you love something, let it fly away. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, that's just the question mark I had. Like, what? That yeah, seems it, nebulous. You it know? is interesting that. The, Wander the woods with these other little weirdos and build stuff. Sure. Yeah. You know, make out with this creep all you want. <laughs> don't go to the mall. It that's might a, just be because she, she's young, she's got all these psionic powers, and when you throw her into a situation where there's a ton of people in a concentrated area. Might be overstimulating. Yeah, overstimulating. It just opens up a can of worms that maybe you're not sure if she's ready yet, that type of thing, Mm -hmm. maybe. It's kind of weak, because we know Eleven's a baller. Super baller. So you got superpowers. Come on in here. Yeah. That was the whole, Max's whole point. She could be like Xavier and Logan. You know what I mean? Just like lose her shit and fucking kill everybody. Oh, she will not kill everybody. She will lose her shit in a satisfying way <laughs> in about four. Thanks episodes. for spoiling that, <laughs> Logan. Andy, what is your number one? Uh, my number one has already been alluded to many times, but it's uh, getting petty with your powers. It's when uh, Eleven uh, makes the uh, soda blow up in those bitches' faces. So it's an yeah. extension of the montage <laughs> yeah, of dress. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, that, that whole sequence was delightful, but that was like her having the most agency she's ever had in the show. That was her using her powers for her and nothing else. And I don't like, you know, like shutting the doors and stuff like you said, or lifting the toilet seat. That's, that's cool and all, but this was like a teenage girl with powers. And I thought that was cool. Okay. Steve. I think we might have the same. I think we, one. we definitely do. Mr. Clark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just the reveal of Mr. The Clark. Shirt shirt so the much the joy. Legs, yeah. He's wearing the, the tall socks. He's got that stupid hat goggle listening thing on. Listening to what I thought was my Sharona, but is my Bologna. <laughs> He's listening to <laughs> Weird Al so Yankovic. more Mr. Clark. And so Steve of you to recognize the subtle difference in the tonal quality of that song. <laughs> no, 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 sir. That was 50 beats per minute faster. That's the Weird Al song. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's hilarious. I anyway. can't hear that song without thinking. Quentin Tarantino said that that was supposed to be the song that they have during the Gimp scene in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, but uh, and I always think of them. <laughs> yeah, rape into that beat. Yeah, and uh, it's awkward. <laughs> it is awkward. <laughs> Such a weird that's, phrase. That song is <laughs> rape into that beat. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you've seen the movie. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I always think of uh, Kurt Cobain, the behind-the-scenes footage of him hitting the table while Dave Grohl's drumming the beat with pencils and then Kurt goes my Sharona and that's how as a huge Nirvana fan I discovered that song because I went and interneted it up. anyway doesn't matter Download you went to the it. library uh, <laughs> uh, get off the phone. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure I pirated it on Kazaa on dial up internet yeah so anyway that brings episode two to a close please wait what was Sam's number one yeah. I already she told said you it was the mall scene oh that's right okay obviously you don't even listen to me I do this every way to be a fucking mic I do this every episode no you're like, Lucas oh, what, was, what was your number one I did this last episode yeah. with Chris yeah. like Chris what was your number one you're like I said it <laughs> Pay attention. Well, My number you, one was one If book. you go out of rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, email streamingthingspod at gmail.com. Uh, write in your favorite moments. Tell us how you think the season's going this far. Uh, you probably binged the entire series by the time you're listening to this, but you, you never know. Um, yeah, that's our email address. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. And if you are a member of a CTV News Network or any other news network, <laughs> just please. Abby. Be a little more aggressive in your finding of us because I'm going to think you're spam and just fuck with you when I answer and then regret <laughs> it. Uh, that's all we got for this week. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. I'm Steve. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. I'm Steve. <laughs> I'm Andy. Streaming things. Walden that's books. what the show is. <laughs> <laughs>